You are listening to the Lads After God podcast, a podcast for ladies and lads who are adamant on following God and His ways in this modern world. I am your host, Blessing Mashulani, and I'm pleased to have you here. What's up, beautiful people? It's your boy Blessing, and welcome back to another episode. Actually, it feels so weird saying this because, guys, <laughs> I've been slacking with the content and the consistency for a while now, but I've been fine, guys. I hope everyone has been fine as well. Uh, it's your boy Blessing. Still saved. Still love the Lord with a passion. Hope everyone has been fine. Hope winter has been kind to you guys. Oh, gosh. A lot has been happening ever since I dropped the last Dads of Sakaat episode and uh, yeah I'm on the brink of a new season in my life uh, I'm about to relocate and uh, there's a lot been going on and um, I just uh, felt like um, I should uh, just use this episode as a just a testimony episode uh, a lot have been following the Lads of Sakaat podcast a lot have been following me on social media and all these platforms a lot know me personally but very few know actually uh, my testimony and uh, where I've been with God and what he's taken me through. But um, God has really been so good uh, in my life ever since I accepted him. Um, I think it was between uh, 2004 and 2005, the years where I had, like, I had a realization of my need for a savior um, and growing and uh, fumbling along the way. Uh, fighting with condemnation, fighting with habitual sin, fighting with mental health problems. God has been faithful, and uh, yeah, I've, I've, I was born in a in a Christian family. Uh, I'm the third of um, three boys. I have two elder brothers, and uh, I've always knew about God. I think I had at five, at three, already knew some memory verses, uh, but. You know, um, you grow in that and you take it for granted. Uh, and then I, I went to primary school, I went to high school, and uh, like I said, 2004, 2005. I think 2005 was when I was doing my grade nine. I had accepted Christ. As, I accepted Christ as Lord and Savior. Uh, you know, between the, that that time, and uh, it it was just you know a great thing uh, living a life for Christ as a young person. Uh, but uh, that didn't mean that I was perfect, I was still being sanctified. I struggled with sexual sin, I struggled with what many people my age struggled with, uh, including things like porn, porn addiction, sex addiction, things like that. But God being God, uh, God being merciful, He, so he, had, he had His hand on me and, uh, and He helped me, you know, navigate those years as a young person. And, was able to keep my virginity through my high school years and then came um, varsity I went to Pretoria to do my first year and uh, all went well met the most amazing people uh, in that year I think it was 2009 and uh, met such amazing people uh, that year made a lot of friends I think that was actually one of the peaks of my youth <laughs> It was so great. I remember many people, even my parents, still don't believe that I was awarded first year of first year of the year, like at my rest, because I was just such a people's person, person, pe people's person. Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> That's about right. Yeah, and uh, 
I yeah I enjoyed those years so much and then came my second year and uh, yeah things just started you know tumbling uh, I do not I will not blame this on anyone or anything I think you know I just lost my focus that year and uh, ended up now flanking uh, my grades and isolating a lot that was a year that I had so many people around me but I felt so isolated and I wasn't even uh, fellowshipping anymore uh, didn't go to SEO anymore wasn't serving anymore and uh, yeah I, I, I that's when my my battle with um, mental health problems started and uh, it was mostly just the guilt um, I remember hearing a pastor speak about this that uh, a lot of the mental health problems that we struggle with as young people are linked with feelings of guilt that we get to live lives that are not pleasing unto God and this you know our consciences uh, condemn us each and every day that's why we use sex we use alcohol we use um, you know tobacco we use every drug imaginable just to numb that guilt and I was dealing it with, with it a lot what I used was excessive sleep what I used was excessive video games. I would play FIFA with the, with the boys, and yeah, my my academic life went into the gutter. And 2011, got kicked out of res. Uh, started that year, almost got excluded. It was a mess, and I uh, went back to school. And uh, yeah, just thought I would uh, salvage some, but it was just too much for me to bear, and my mental health was continuing. To go under, under, you know, just go into the pit, and uh, it was it was such a mess. Uh, I remember uh, my, my when I was close to my 21st birthday, I was such in a, I was in such a bad mental space, and uh, thanks be to God, I was able to reach out. Uh, when I went home in December, I reached out to my parents. Had to do a lot of confessing in terms of things that I was doing, which made me feel guilty uh, the lifestyle I was living I confessed about those things and uh, asked them to pray with me I rededicated my life to God and I yeah I thought that would just make everything my problems go away but my mental health was in such a like, uh, like a bad space that I needed to get help needed to get you know counseling and stuff like that and uh, then there was this years in my life, um, my early 20s, where it was almost like uh, uh, going through a wilderness, uh, having to just through a January, like seeing, you know, people from my from my varsity calling me saying, hey, man, uh, we, we're not seeing you. Where are you? We haven't seen you in campus. What's happening? Where are you? And having to explain to that. I remember there were times where I wouldn't even answer my phone. There were times where I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to talk to anyone because I felt so bad having to be a young person and uh, hearing uh, you like having to see your parents leave you in the morning to go to work and you just there in your you know in your parents house and you don't have anything to do you don't have the will to do anything you've just lost all the fight in you I've been in this place and uh, there, were, there were times where I, I battled with suicidal thoughts. Ask my parents, they will tell you that there was a time where I was suicidal and attempted suicide where I actually had to be put on suicide watch. 
Many people do not know this, but God being God, He saw me in that space. He saw me in that area. And uh, you know what? He, had, he was with me. And me struggling with mental health problems, me struggling with that, um, you know what? It, it just, it was just something that hindsight showed me that God used, allowed me to go through that. As painful as it was, He allowed me to go through that just to show His glory and to show His favor upon my life. Um, I was able, um, some years later, I think it was in 2015, where I went back to school, um, enrolled for a degree in marketing, and uh, actually ended up passing in record time. And uh, like I always share this verse, which is Psalm chapter 84, verse 11, which says, The Lord is the sun and shield, and no good thing will he withhold from those who keep this, the, the paths pure. And I saw it. That there had to be things that I chop off from my life. I had to chop off, you know, the the the, the, the you know the laziness. Uh, I had to chop off, you know, the you know everything which was a distraction in my life, which made me lose focus from my relationship with Christ. I I I, I took that verse which which, which Jesus uh, said those words Jesus said when he said, "Seek ye the, first the kingdom of God." I actually ended up just you know pursuing Christ and just pursuing a relationship, cultivating my relationship with Him, and it had a domino effect on every other area of my life. And uh, here I am today. Um, I, I consider myself lucky. I know many who struggled with mental health problems and suicidal thoughts and who were in that dark place. Many don't come out alive. And uh, not to say that uh, I am perfect. Not to say that I do not struggle from time to time. But I just would like to thank God that I'm not where I was and I know that with Him I'm, I'm, I am assured of a perfect future. And uh, sometime last week um, I spoke to a friend of mine, uh, an acquaintance actually. I shared my testimony with him and I, I was just sharing with him the gospel and the goodness of God and, uh, and how we are in need of a Savior and everything. And, after hearing my testimony, what I just told you guys, he was like, man, you had it so tough, man. Uh, knowing what you know now, what would you change? Um, what would you would rather have went through? You know, uh, because man, you're telling me that you only graduated when you were 28. Uh, you're telling me that you got, I mean, you yeah, you got your first job at 28 and uh, had to deal with a lot of unemployment and all these bad things. It was like, what would you change with what you know now? And uh, I look, I, I, it made me look back at my story, look back at everything that I went through. And uh, actually, this is how I answered him in a, in a matter of seconds, actually. I said, I wouldn't change anything. I wouldn't change anything. And he, he went on and said, what do you mean you wouldn't change anything? Because you, you, you told me, you just told me that you went through um, a figurative hell, and what do you mean that you wouldn't change anything? And uh, what I actually meant by that was that everything that I went through in my life, you know, all those things that we go through in our lives, that we, and those moments that we go through in life where we feel like God is not even hearing our prayers, God is not even close to us. Everything that I went through, I believe. It to be God's plan to be God's plan of him drawing me closer to him if I hadn't gone through everything the porn addiction the, the having to deal with the condemnation 
having to deal with you know the self-hate having to deal with the mental health problems having to deal with the failure the closed doors i, I still deal with rejection and uh, having to deal with all those things which many would call bad and many would label as a sign that okay god has departed from me had i not gone through them i believe i wouldn't be where i am today and i'm so grateful for where i am today because i believe that where i am today is preparing me for where i should and i ought to be tomorrow so the reason i'm sharing this i actually have been you know postponing sharing this in video format for such a long time but i just thought i should put this out that uh, God is in the business of answering our prayers as young people. If we devote our lives to Him, if we actually just not... Many of us just like the look of having Christ in our bios, uh, our social media bios, and uh, having the look of, you know, quoting scripture every once in a while. But if, if you actually... If you actually commit to having a relationship with God, I, I believe if you're watching this and you do not have a relationship with Christ, um, many of us are postponing it, saying, you know what, maybe let me just enjoy life. I'm still young. Uh, let me just enjoy life. Have all the sex I want. Have all the alcohol I want. Have all the drugs I want. Have all the enjoyment I, I want. And maybe when I'm older, uh, that's when I'll commit to Christ. I, I tell you that the Bible says the day of salvation is not tomorrow. The day of salvation is today. Do not postpone it. Accept Christ. Just as you are. Yes, you might be a sex addict. Yes, you must be you might be an alcohol uh, addict. Um, the reason Christ died on the cross wasn't for perfect people. Christ didn't die for people who are self-righteous, who believe they do not need a savior. Christ died for you and me, people who struggle with stuff, people who have dealt with you know mental health problems, people who have dealt with doubt. He came for people like us. He came for people who struggle with alcoholism, who do not know how to face the day without, you know, having a nip of alcohol. He came for people like us. He came for people who struggle with, you know, negative and suicidal thoughts, who feel like there's no, there's no reason to live anymore. I promise you, your solution is, is, is found in, it can be found in Christ. He came for you and he died for you. And he wants a relationship with you. He says in the book of Revelation, he says, Behold, I stand at the door. He's standing at the door of your heart and he's knocking. And he's saying, I, I, I know what you're going through. I know your heart's desires. And I know, you know, what it will take to get you to a place that you have to be. Not the place that you want to be, but the place that you have to be that God has ordained in his plan for you to be at. And I promise you, if you surrender your life and if you accept him and say, God, I need you in my life. You, it won't help to be self-righteous and say, God, I deserve to, I deserve good things in life because I'm a good person. It takes you admitting that you're a sinful person who needs a savior. Only then will you receive the mercy of Christ. So guys, um, yeah, I'm super grateful for life. I'm super grateful that uh, I went through what I went through and I am where I am today and uh, I love you and uh, if you're watching this and maybe I'm not too um, keen on accepting Christ I want you just to chew on this chew on this uh, and uh, allow it to just dwell your heart that we have for all have 
fallen short of the glory of, of God. We've all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And you know what? Christ is making a petition with us. God is making a, a plea. In the book of Isaiah, he says, Though your sins are as red as crimson, he shall wash them and they shall be as white as snow. That is his petition with you today. I don't know when you're watching this, if it's morning, if it's evening, whenever you're watching this, I just want you to just come to this point where you say, Christ, I need you in my life and be intentional about pursuing him and cultivating a relationship with him and see your life change. I'm not saying by accepting Christ, your life will be perfect. Of course, negative thoughts will still come into your mind every once in a while. Of course, um, we'll still deal with 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 you know the the, the 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 persecutions of this world but it's better to face this world's persecution in a right standing with god than being an enemy of god i love you and thank you so much for watching and hope to catch you next time may god bless you thank you for listening to this episode of the lads after god podcast to get in touch do follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram by searching for Lads After God. We are looking forward to hearing from you soon.